Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is part two. I was kind of running out of time on my podcast channel with the last episode, so I'm making part two here. Again, we are going to be talking about the Central House of Brews, um, located conveniently on 2213 Central Avenue, Milltown, Ohio, 45044. And as last time I was saying that, it's a beautiful little almost hole in the wall. It's kind of bigger than the hole in the wall bar, but still kind of has that nice, good vibe and stuff. Um, Miss Masha people go there now, and it's, it's got a nice little vibe to it. It's got dartboard, basketball hoops, pool tables, a huge selection of beers. It, it seems like it was like stocked by elves with the beers and the alcohol and stuff. So um, their hours are 11 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. I don't know if that's been revised because of COVID or ever since COVID. Um, they do have a, a little food joint right next door to them. If you get the munchies, as I said with the last episode... Very efficient, very uh, nice to have, especially next to a bar joint, because we know people who go cluck, 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 get a little bit of munchies, right? <laughs> but uh, um, every Tuesday night, starting about 7 o'clock, uh, this wonderful, young, multi-talented guy that I know, who's amazing and he's at least from what I'm seeing an aspiring artist of his kind who is still mastering the guitar in all the awesome ways and very beautiful ways and he's also wanting to learn the clarinet and I commend him for that awesomeness of branching out and Instead of just sticking with one thing and being like, here's my shit, here it is, deal with it. But he's branching out, especially, I don't know very many guitar players that go for a clarinet. Maybe a drum set or a bass guitar or something like that. Something within their field or even a piano. But a clarinet. And so I give him massive, massive praise and props for that. But... Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Paul. Say hello, Paul. Hello, everybody. And I'm conducting this impromptu uh, interview. Kind of caught him off guard. Didn't mean to be like, ah, come on, <laughs> type of thing. But um, I figured I'd ask him because every Tuesday night in between about 7 to 11-ish, he does an open mic night at the Central House of Brews. And I'd like to ask him, or ask you, that is, uh, how it started, what was the idea or the whole concept behind it and stuff, and what drove you to it. Yeah. And especially at this location, Mm -hmm. because I noticed that there was a couple of LGBT people besides myself and stuff, as I was saying in my last episode, because I've had some bad experiences at other little hole-in-the-wall bars of 
uh, shot glasses being thrown at me and wow. all that other stuff. But this bar seems a little bit different, and you're not also like your take on the whole difference and stuff of the ex- kind of accepting nature of the Central House of Brews. Yeah. So, the let's start off with the easiest question. What's dark and started you going to the Central House of Brews? Well, I took a job transfer here to Ohio about a year and a half ago, almost two years at this point. So I'm from originally from Connecticut, the East Coast. I took a computer job transfer to Mason, Ohio, near Cincinnati. I took a room in Middletown because it was so cheap. And I was like, wow, this is the most inexpensive rent I've ever seen in my life. So I landed up here in Middletown, Ohio. And I started hitting the bars in the area. This is before I went up, was going to start open mic stuff. I was just going to hit the bars, get to know people, hang out, have fun, play pool, whatever. And then um, about a year into, about six months into it, actually, I was talking to the owners. I'd, I'd still been performing. I was doing, uh, I would go to the railroad tracks and play outdoors, like a couple of YouTube songs, just whatever, just enjoying the guitar, music, and all that stuff. And I've been had, had, having a mind to get back to open mics. And I started visiting some open mics in the area, some of the bars, but I noticed Central House of Bruce had no open mic. They, they just didn't do it. No live bands, no open mic. Awesome bar, great people, good locals. Like you said, it's a mix of people. Nobody's trying to make anybody be anybody that they don't want to be or anything like that. There's no pressure to, to, uh, to not be who you are. There's nothing like that. You don't get any of that. You know, There's bikers that go there. There's college kids that go there. There's... Uh, like you said, um, LGBT people, it doesn't matter if you're black or it doesn't matter. Dart players go there. They have dart tournaments too. They're very serious about the darts down there. And I thought, wow, I would love to get an open mic going here. So I talked to the owners. There's two owners over there. Good people, good dudes, a lot of fun, nice guys, run a great bar. And then they said, well, one of them was like, well, I don't know, I'm not sure. And the other said, well, maybe we could try it. So they were kind of between the two of them. And this is about last year because it's April 21, 2021 now, right? Yeah. So right, right around April of last year, you know, this is when COVID was blowing up and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I said, well, if you want, I mean, I'll just bring my equipment down. We can plug it in on the outdoor patio they have. They didn't want it indoors because the dart players, they like the jukebox and they usually have their tournament games. So I think uh, a microphone or a band would might be a distraction indoors yeah. for pool players or dart players, or whatever. But outdoors, it's perfect. You know, if the yeah. weather's nice, you know, let's, let's set up. So that's what I did. I One day I brought, one Tuesday night, we tried it, brought the equipment out, and it was not advertised, and we're not supposed to advertise. There's no direct orders, no Facebook advertising, no open mic advertising because the music there's a music community um uh there's a not a community there's a music uh, industry i forgot the name of what it's called but if they ca- if you're caught advertising on facebook for open mic nights and you're caught covering a led zeppelin song or something like that they can find the bar and, and in order to uh and they talked to me all about that business because i made a nice sign for them i said well we could do i painted a nice sign i said i showed it to them it's an open mic central house of brews tuesday night 7 p.m come on down and they're like nice sign but we can't advertise it. don't post that don't facebook it don't hang it on the door don't do anything it's only word of mouth and that's how it stands and that's fine so anyway we tried it last april april or may whenever our first one was last year <clears throat> 
And I mean, I'll tell you, it was, it what, I mean, people just started coming out for it. Bongo players, guitar players, harmonica players, um, just uh, slam poetry, stand-up comedians like you, because you did some stand-up com comedy last week over there and everything and you brought your keyboards there last week too which is a yeah. treat because we never had a keyboard player before yeah that's what i was saying in my last video yeah i said that was kind of a novelty for some of the players especially guitar players to see right to see a keyboard there. and your guitar you brought your electric guitar also yeah. so you brought equipment which always helps the more equipment usually yeah. the better because it's just different sounds that are coming through and it's just that instead yeah. of just my stuff you get exposure to other sounds which is what i love and there's a few reasons why I've done this. Uh, number one, because especially with the COVID and the economic collapse and so many problems and the curfew too. We had a we had an 11 o'clock curfew. Then it went down to like a 10 o'clock curfew, I think. Yeah. I think the curfews are lifted now. I think it's open yeah. full hours. Um, but um, anyway, yeah. So last year was a pretty, pretty tough time psychologically for a lot of people. People were depressed. And I even told my mother too, is that one of the main reasons why I want to get down to that Tuesday night I want to bring a sense of hope for local musicians or just a sense of hope for people, for just fans of music, people who like to listen to songs, listen to music, chill out, have a beer, hang out and uh, and just enjoy themselves and then put all the uh, all the world problems on the back burner for a bit and, and, and you know, for a Tuesday evening of a fun, uh, even even spirituality, because, you know, the music connects with a lot of people. I take requests. Um, people uh, say, I don't know that song, but let me go ahead, write it down, learn it over the weekend, then I'll see you next Tuesday. And I'll ask them, do you sing? Is nah, I don't sing. Well, I'll, okay, I'll do it. Some people say, yes, I can sing. If you play the guitar, I will sing. And some people say, I will bring my guitar next week, and then you can try to sing it while I play, because I don't sing. I mean, it's all kind of, you never know who you're going to meet. Always a pleasure over there. So Tuesday nights are fire. I love going over there. I wouldn't change it for anything. There's no advertising, and in a way, I'm kind of happy that there's no advertising because it means that we don't have the music industry hawking us and trying to to, to impose fines on us or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. They had said if, uh, if the music, for them to have a licensed open mic advertised thing, right? For them to do that, they would have to be like a $3,000 fee upfront and it would have to be five dollars per head whoever's out there so let's say let's say 50 people come out there's something like what 250 bucks for the evening plus the three grand plus another couple of bucks five i don't know it's like five dollars or something for every song that you cover you have to pay money just for each song so if you do a led zeppelin song you get charged if you cover a beatles song you get charged if you want to sing prince purple rain you're gonna get charged for that too they'll charge you left and right yeah and they said no advertising and then some of the other local musicians in the area that said, well, you can actually, you can put a sign up and you could say songwriters night. And I'm like, really? We haven't done that yet, but I'll talk to the owners about that yeah. maybe next week or something. You can actually have a song. So because if, if you're advertising open mic, uh, you might get fined by the industry. But if you advertise songwriters night, that, in, that in suggests all original music. And maybe we could do something like that. And then some of the people have said, I've done that before at other bars and they can't touch you. And if you slip in a Beatles song or something like that, it's it, it's an, it's not an issue because it's being advertised as songwriters night. Just make sure you have some decent material, original material <laughs> hanging around so you can yeah. show some of that. Yeah. And th this what this is, is word of mouth as well, because we're just talking about we're not saying blah 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 and all that we're just 
word of mouth. Anymore. Right, right. It's, it's only word of mouth. There's no yeah. advertising. There's no yeah. financial involved with it. Yeah. It's, it's just the love of music. Yeah. Coming out, hanging out with friends. We've, we've all become friends over. There's about 30 yeah. of us that know each other. Maybe 35 of us, 30, 30, 35 regulars. And then there's new faces that pop in. Sometimes I see them weekly. Sometimes I never see them again. But um, everybody that walks out to that patio on a beautiful May night, summer night, whatever, even early fall, September, October was beautiful weather. Yeah. And I remember last year, that those last couple of Tuesdays, I think we did two two Tuesdays in November, you know, before uh, before Thanksgiving last year. It was cold. <laughs> it was just too cold to stand outside with that guitar. I tried. It was like 42 degrees out there. But oh, my fingers were hurting after two songs. I couldn't play anymore. So we had a shutdown for the winter. So it was November, then December, January, February, March. It was closed because of, of the winter. And then uh, last week when the weather got warmer in April, uh, the owners, they, they I was thinking May because I thought April would still be too cold maybe. I didn't know. But the owners, I saw the bartender in the store, and he said, hey, the owners want to talk to you, man. They want you down there on Tuesdays because the weather's nice. I'm like, yeah, I thought about that. Okay, okay. So that's why I was expecting May. But actually, we opened up early. We were able to open up in April, and it was it's perfect. Yeah. We've done two of them so far this year. And so I got another question for you. What got you started into playing music in the first place? Um... Actually, uh, when I was about 11, I got the music bug. I used to listen to like uh, Sunday mornings. They had a Beatles special on the radio, and this is the or this is the 80s. You know, I'm, I'm a, I was I graduated high school in 1986, so that gives you an idea how old I am. So uh, say early 1980, 81. I was a kid, 11, 12 years old. Had my paper route, and just something hit me. You had AC/DC going on. You had Beatles and these different bands. There was no internet, there was no YouTube, and I didn't have a lot of money to buy a bunch of albums. I could take my paper route money and buy one album, maybe, you know, because the albums were expensive. And I used to take my bicycle to Strawberries back back in the day when you drive your bicycle to a record store, actually buy an album, buy a Jimi Hendrix album or whatever. And it's just something told me by the time I was 12, I was like, I, I got to do this. I, I have to get, I have to play guitar yet. So I bought a cheap uh, electric guitar. And then the next following year for Christmas, my mom bought me an acoustic guitar. And then after that acoustic guitar sat in my lap, it was just, it was just over for me. I just never, I mean, I'm 52 now. I started playing, playing when I was 12, so that's 40 years. I can't believe 40 years went by. That thing is, I'll tell you what, that guitar is it's a lifesaver. Uh, it, it gets you through the, the, the good times. If you're depressed, you can play and pull through there. If you introspective you want to get a uh, uh, psychedelic if you're in a rocking mood i mean no matter what you do no matter what you feel you can always express it through that instrument it's unbelievable it's pleasure uh, just pleasure all around and after like uh, going through the high school years you get the stress of high school stress of jobs or whatever all the pimples <laughs> yeah you know everything that, that comes at you and everything that gets you mad or everything that you know whatever you can uh, at the end of the day always uh just uh, just go ahead and put that guitar in your lap and, and do another song. It just never ends. And it's just always a source of pleasure. And that's what I was even telling my mother this on, you know, in recent phone calls, conversations we've had together. How is the open mics? I said, they're great, Ma. And she, she had a request. She wanted In Your Time by Bob Seeger. She's not here in Ohio. She's in Connecticut, so she couldn't be here. But 
uh, I opened uh, the first show on this. This one is in honor of my mom. It's In Your Time by Bob Seger. This is a shout out to mom. And a couple of other people in the audience, in the crowd there, knew the song. They were singing along with it. And that's always, always <laughs> makes it better because it's not just me. I don't want to be the only guy up there singing. I want participation. Audience participation is so key. That's what makes it even more fun than just being by yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah, that kind of just says it all as far as what guitar has done for me and, and the joy that it's provided me over the years. And I, I seriously want to provide that for other people. If they're bored, get out of the house on a Tuesday night, come down and see us. If you don't drink, that's fine. Have a soda. You don't have to drink if you don't want to. That's, there's no pressure there. Yeah. You know, there's people, there are people that come out that they, they were, maybe they were former alcoholics or something. They don't drink anymore. They just have soda. That's fine. Nobody says you have to drink beer if you don't want to. And don't drink and drive. We do not support no, that no, on this no, channel. No, no. no drinking and driving. That is one of the leading causes of accidents and uh, deaths in the United States. Other than overdoses on drugs, we do not support that either. Mm. And suicides. If you are feeling suicidal, please do reach out to a healthcare provider or a suicide hotline or a prevention team and they will help you through the tough times in your life and if you are battling addiction please also reach out to your health care provider or a local support team to help you with this and remember your biggest ally can be yourself your friends and your family and those who are around you that care about you most yeah, that's right. And and, and uh, just what you said there, just another moment on that, um, another comment in response to what you just said. It feels like a family over there. I mean, it really does. Like, if you, you know, it just, it just feels, it's so comforting. It's, so, it's such a, it, it feels so warm. Every time I walk in that bar, you know, the bartenders are awesome. The owners are great. The uh, regulars are there hanging out. It's always, always a pleasure and just, just feel like a like a family like a place you can go to relax and be yourself and yeah um yeah yeah good i wouldn't miss it for anything well i enjoyed myself when i went there and depending upon my schedule as i said on my last episode that i just recorded while i was waiting for the young paul here to uh do this impromptu uh interview that Depending upon my schedule, I'll be most likely heading back over there this upcoming Tuesday, but it all depends upon how the schedule falls through. Or maybe, maybe you need to tell your manager, I'm not available on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did over at my job. Tuesdays, we're done. I'm, I'm busy on Tuesday nights. I can work up till 6 o'clock, but that's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boss, stop doing the pokey with your hubby. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say anything after that. Yeah, a... <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of work, I'm gonna go lay down, take a little nap, get ready for the night job. Awesome hanging out. I wasn't even expecting right. this awesome interview. I was just walking on my bed and take a nap. Hey, improper interview. Like, oh, cool. Well, good talking with you. You too. And be there Tuesday. I'll do my best. And right. ladies and gentlemen, that was Paul. Hope everybody enjoyed that little impromptu. Um, interview, and I hope that everybody that's in the surrounding area of 
Um, the, uh, of, um, Milltown looks up the central house of brews and, uh, I hope everybody has fun and have a safe and wonderful, uh, evening and talk to you soon. And remember again, uh, if you are feeling sad, depressed, or what have you, there are local uh, supports in place, I believe in every state, to be able to call for uh, to be able to talk through your emotional distress times or when you're feeling most hurting and wanting that hurt to end and there are professionals that you can also talk to and um, please no drinking and driving if you plan on drinking um, please start early enough like 2 o'clock p.m. I'm waiting at least till 11 o'clock p.m. or 12 o'clock p.m. to be able to drive and start drinking uh, water after like two o'clock uh, but I do not support that just have a designated driver please designated drivers um but I hope everybody has a good day bye